Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. We're back with another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. Now, before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo friend. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land, you choose to lend me your ears, well, whenever you feel like it, <laughs> over the last six years. And I hella appreciate that. So first things first, y'all. I have been very free-flowing. Usually when I, when I first started the podcast, it was Homegirl Thursday. I got away from Thursdays and started posting whenever spirit told me to. Sometimes spirit don't care about what you think you're finna do. Sometimes spirit does not care about your branding. Sometimes spirit does not care about your marketing. Sometimes spirit does not care about what you think you're going to do. Spirit is going to tell you what it needs to do and you got to follow. So for a good period of time and then with the pandemic as well, I kind of got away from my posting schedule. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to post on two specific days, Mondays, optional, but for sure, Thursdays. I'm going back to Homegirl Thursdays. It's only right. Over these last couple of weeks, I've been posting Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, but moving forward, starting today, I will have two days. Out of two of those days, one of those days will be optional. That optional day will be Monday. But for sure, you will absolutely Catch me on these airwaves on Thursdays. And I'm going to see to it that I am very, very, very intentional about following this schedule. Okay. So again, mark your calendars. The two optional day, well, the two days will be the optional Monday and the definite Thursday. So I just wanted to get back to Homegirl Thursday. I missed that. Um, and if you know I need to change my days, then so be it. Um, so yeah. This was actually inspired by a comments and I thought it would be really great to speak on I got it a couple of weeks ago in one of my posts um I made a topic and I'm gonna do a separate episode about this too I did a topic about how Brittany Renner a while back expressed remorse for quote-unquote you know being a hoe as she said and being sexually fluid and not as discerning with her body. And, you know, the reaction based on that. Again, that's going to be a separate episode because some time has passed. And now that the emotion um, has kind of... And this is actually what I'm speaking on now, too. Because now that the emotion behind certain things that, you know, with the collective response has kind of tapered off. I wanted to speak on it so we all can approach this in a more... Um, well, I almost say more logical. Well, yeah. With more logic and less trigger that informs how we process, right? So I wanted to kind of, you know, re, you know, present it again in a way where, you know, we're not necessarily responding out of triggers. But a comment that I got was that her message wasn't valid because she had went on a podcast of a man who has been accused of trafficking, which would be Andrew Tate. And we see what's happening now. Andrew Tate is getting his. And I don't think the commenter was getting my point when I was saying that two things can be true at once. Brittany Renner can absolutely be wrong. And mind you, I don't really keep up with her like that. So I I don't know if she's been on the podcast or not. I'm not going to say that that person's a liar because based on the passion of how she was responding, she must have went on that podcast. But if she did, she can be absolutely wrong for that. Doesn't discredit her message, though. You can still hold regret about something that you did without you know just automatically discrediting that and that's the thing i think that we're having collectively 
And I'm not above the collective. I'm speaking as if I'm a member of the collective. Y'all know me by now. I'm never above anything that I say. But I wanted to present this as a self-check because I'm seeing more and more of the collective get more emotional about things to where they're presenting things pseudologically and it's actually not rooted in rational, like actual objective processing. And I'm saying this kindly and I'm saying this with love. And the reason why I'm saying that is because I don't want y'all discrediting your points based on feelings, based on cognitive dissonance, where you see something in front of you and because you feel a way about something that is factual or something that is being presented as fact, you still don't want to actually accept it for what it is. Now, for some people can say it was an act. Because of the fact that it's bigger than Brittany Renner to me, I'm just going to continue to illustrate the point of it being possible to hold two things at once. There are plenty of folks that I do not care for personally that are some of your faves because of how they operate outside of their apps, outside of their shows, outside of their podcasts, and outside of what they present to y'all. There are some. A handful of people that I do not care for personally at all. Does it discredit 100% of their message? No. Does that make them less talented or less successful in their own rights? No. Can I say you move like trash offline with people that I know or with me, but in this one instance, you could be correct? Yes. And that was the point I was trying to make to her. But what I am also not into doing is I'm not into, you know, I'll save that for the next episode. That's going to come right after this one. So um, I'll catch y'all Monday with that. (laughs) But um, the thing about the messenger versus the message, sometimes you can absolutely discredit the messenger and find one thing that you can agree with. It's possible, y'all. It is. I'm just reminding y'all that it is. It's also possible for two things to be true at once. A person can be problematic in general, but they are right on this one topic. And that just because I agree on this one point, that does not mean that I can personally care for them. And it doesn't mean that I co-sign them in totality. And I'm trying to figure out as a society, where did we get to the point where just because you agree with one thing means you agree with their entire policy. Again, feelings, triggers. To even reach like that is wild. To hold somebody accountable for how you think they are moving based on how you feel about one thing they've said, that's not a them problem. That's an us problem. And I'm just saying, I want us to be sharper moving forward. I want us to be able to say, yo, I can inquire first without making assumptions and based on what is being told to me, then I can make a point. Because one thing that woman did say, well, I, thought, I was like, child, I should just block on the strength. But I'm, I want to make this a teachable moment in a kind way, in a respectful way. The person going to say, oh, so you agree with human trafficking? The hell you talking about, sis? Like, that's the dumbest shit I ever heard in my life. Yeah. I mean, normally I don't like to curse, but that was it. I'm like, this is the dumbest shit I ever heard in my life. So because I'm saying that a girl is expressing regret about being a hoe 
And because I didn't know that this woman was on this man podcast. So you said something. And because I'm saying that that doesn't render her point about her having regret about sharing her body with me and she should have never had like, so I'm just supposed to say that's not true. <laughs> like what? Like what? She's it's talking about women's empowerment. Y'all know how I feel about women's empowerment. I'm not into that at all. I don't care about none of that. All I'm saying is in this particular situation, this particular situation, I'm saying she is holding herself accountable. Not all this extra stuff. So when I seen that, I said, man, I can already tell this is not going to be a situation where we're going to have a productive dialogue. So I'm just going to leave this up and I'm just going to block. Because honestly, I don't have the time or the patience to tell people why they should not project onto me their feelings about stuff that I ain't even know about. I'm just not in that. I'm not in that teaching stage at this point. I'll leave it up for those who can see. But in terms of who I'm talking to, it's a moot point. And I wish her the best and it's none but love. But I was just like, what the hell is this? <laughs> like, this is a reach if I've ever seen it. So because I don't agree with you about some stuff, um, since I don't agree with you with discrediting her entire point. So now I, I'm supposed to be a person that agrees with Andrew Tate. Like, where are we? Like, one plus one is equal to seven in this case. That's not fair. And because everybody is in this whole need to have dialogue because of us content creators not being responsible with what we decide to post, because a lot of us, and I'm saying us because even though I don't do this, I am a part of this collective of content creators in general. There is a facet of content creators who literally get off and get their likes and get their engagement and get their money off of building platforms that are rooted in triggering people through dialogue they will post these polarizing clips and then say thoughts <laughs> and that's it and now people are so used to just speaking up and giving opinions even on stuff that doesn't relate to what's being said all because the solicitation uh, solicitation excuse me <coughs> the solicitation of opinions is all we are programmed to do now it's not about oh let me process this first let me look at this first let me actually sit with this. Let me make sure that before I respond, I check myself and seeing how I feel about things and where that's coming from. Let me check to see if I'm on topic. People really just come out of nowhere and just get the typing so quick. And she's not the only one. It's folks that still follow me now that have done that. Not a lot. It used to be a lot back then, but not as many now. Like there was a situation where I think I had posted something um, that was like, you know, it was like a reposter. I don't remember what it was. It was something like, let me love you. Like on some cute little romantic stuff. And uh, somebody responded to me and they still follow me now. And it's no disrespect to you either. But it's still like the, somebody said, that's not, that's not, I mean, well, I need permission. And you know, you can't just, you can't just make me accept love from you. And I'm like, whoa, like who hurt you? With all the respect, like where is this coming from to where you even, like, what are you talking about? That has nothing to do with my post. And I literally asked them, I'm sorry, um, this post is about XYZ. I'm trying to figure out where it became about you. And not being mean, but I'm just saying, just so you can see that this is not cool behavior. This is not productive behavior. And this is not behavior that you should be presenting, honestly, if you're wanting to have a discussion with somebody. If one of y'all ever posted about a relationship that y'all had. And I sat there and jumped in y'all comments talking about, well, you don't always know the situation because people be doing X, Y, Z and there's some, there's certain folks that be doing X, Y, Z. You'd be like, I don't know you. Why are you making this about you right now? My post is about this particular situation based on the context and the caption. Why are you coming at me weird because of how you feel about what my post as someone who doesn't know you made you feel? I think we're just so used to responding. No, I know. I know. Let me correct myself. I know that we're so used to having 
quick responses that our processing time is either becoming greatly reduced or non-existent. So all I'm saying in this episode is to give yourself time to process before responding and also remembering that just because someone co-signs a message on a particular concept in a particular concept does not mean that they co-sign the entire person. It's okay. Two things can be true at once. And that's one thing I had to accept. I used to be so dogmatic in my approach with stuff to where I just didn't want to hear nothing. And then I realized that that was preventing me from understanding sides, even if I didn't agree with them. Perspective and understanding where people come to certain things, even if I don't care to partake in it at all, is where I decided to kind of just sit in the middle of like, okay, well, let me see both sides. Not because I need to agree with the other side, but I want to see where's the thought process coming from with folks to where they're coming to this. Because these are the people that I have to deal with in society, virtually and in person. So I do need to understand other sides so that I can understand what makes them tick like this to understand if I can even have a decent conversation with them or if I can stand in community with them and vice and anything else that relates to that. And maybe they do that for me, vice versa. Who knows? But one thing I can say is with this whole topics, uh, this, these polarizing topics, the contentious topics, these thoughts <laughs> kind of topics, it, it reminded me a lot. It reminded me that I can't share community with just everybody. I've sat back and just watched folks have dialogue and just seeing things. And I'm just like, wow, people that I thought, I, matter of fact, it really started, it started from different stuff, like when Trump was in office, but it really kicked up for me with the pandemic. When I saw folks, in the beginning, now, um, it's a little quiet now, <laughs> ironically, but when the pandemic hit and folks were not getting vaccinated and those unvaccinated people were dying and people were cheering or kind of saying good for them or and stuff like that, or, well, if you didn't get the vaccine, you deserve to die. I was seeing people that I actually knew. I was familiar with saying that. And I said, wow, this has forever altered my access level to any of these people. Because if that is how you feel based on something different that you don't believe in and you're able to be that comfortable on a public platform in black and white on a database that can never delete things permanently. If you're that comfortable voicing that online and putting out into cyberspace that people deserve to die because they're making a choice that differs from yours. Cool. That's cool by you. So now I know better. So I just sat there and watched a lot of dialogue. And I said, wow. They're, and even with folks that are unvaxxed, they were talking about the vax. I said, oh, well, you shouldn't have got that shot. You get what you get. I looked at that funny, too, because I'm like, wow, like this is this is wow. Like the hatred that we're able to spew on the people that we don't know based on how we feel about something, especially in this particular case where we didn't quite know what the effects were with the vaccine. And, you know, it kind of rolled out a certain way. I said, wow. I don't want to share community with folks that react in this kind of way. Now, you can say, you know, Maria, that's not fair because they were reacting in a way that was maybe induced by a traumatic event. And you're absolutely right. That is true because that is what that pandemic is. We are still somewhat in a perpetual state of trauma for the last three years. That's accurate to me. However, I absolutely have the right to discern and judge to a degree the response based on what I want for my life. And I can actually make my adjustments as necessary based on their reactions. I'm not going to be the person who excuses harmful behavior because what I just listed on both sides was absolutely harmful behavior. I'm not going to excuse that 
because someone was going through trauma because I've been through trauma as well. And what I didn't do is I didn't spit on people and shit on people in the process. I'm not excusing that. I can understand it. I can say, well, you know what? You was under high stress. You had this happen to you. You were affected in this way. This affected your family. And that probably informed your choice of words. However, I can still choose to adjust how I want to deal with you based on how you show it, based on what you're going through. I can still choose. I can. And you can too. The same way I can choose my words, even knowing that I have things that have happened to me. Other people can as well, unless you have Tourette's syndrome or you have some kind of disorder where you're speaking out of turn and it is outside of your control. That is where I draw the line. I'm empathetic, but I'll never be empathetic to where I excuse harmful behavior. Like I said, I can understand it and I can see where you're coming from and I can still disagree with you. And that's okay. So that is where I stand on that processing before responding Responding from a place that's actually not rooted in being triggered negatively. Because we can also have positive triggers too. Some things can make us happy or it resonates and we're like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. I can relate to you. We all have different kinds of triggers, but some of those triggers and some of those responses can absolutely negate what you're trying to say. It can absolutely detract from the discussion and it can absolutely derail a discussion in progress. So it's just a matter of what exactly are we doing when we respond from these triggers and what's the objective? You know, are we really in control of what we're saying? Because <laughs> sometimes, you know, we speak out of turn. It's oh well, you know, I was I was triggered. I'm sorry. And then some folks don't even want to hold themselves accountable that way. They'll just say, oh, well, I'm going to stick to this. And then because I feel a way, I'm just going to stay on this hill and I'm going to live on this hill until otherwise that's dangerous, too. So there's a lot of things I just wanted to get off my chest, Um, just kind of more of a a brain dump on that topic. I'm pretty sure I'll be speaking on it more often. Um, but yeah, so with that being said, back to my inner peace posse membership community, got some things I want to talk about with them. And, um, I will catch y'all on the next episode. This has been another episode of the spiritual homegirl podcast. My name is Maria. If you want to join that inner peace posse membership, click that link in my show notes or go to innerpeaceposse.com. And remember, trust the journey, trust yourself and whatever you do, do it with love, even when disagreeing. Okay. Love y'all. Peace.